Yes, record. That's what we're going to do. It's 24 hours until mm-hmm. kickoff mm-hmm. at the time of this recording, and let this just be a record that your boys are still alive. We still live. We are still breathing. We're still filling our body with fluids. And hydrate. Hydrate the night it's before. It's important to hydrate. And that's exactly what we are doing. Uh, yes. Let's talk about the Peach Bowl. Mm. It's a game that matters. Other people playing meaningless football. Georgia not doing that. The matchup against Ohio State is at hand, and we have much to discuss. Are we excited? Yes. Are we nervous? Yes. Will we sleep tonight? We probably won't sleep on anything, including the mattress tonight, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a bit here on the Locked on Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast. Now we're your team every day. We are back talking Peach Bowl, and my man Daniel has just said the bottle stays with me. Is it? Is this the microphone? Is no, this, it's we don't it's know fine. which one to. Talk. We're talking I'm three just things. Position myself right in between. We're going to try to talk about three things. Okay. We're talking about what we might be excited about. Okay. What we might be nervous about. Okay. And what we might ask you not to sleep on, mm-hmm. including mattresses. Tonight, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's some sort of meat that needs cured and smoked all night that you can just... You got to be working on something. You got to be gotta working on something. something. Um, so, Daniel, we're going to start there. Uh, oh, I am... I let's take, let's a take a quick barometer. By the way, we are so close to 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Get us there. Subscribe, like. Wow. Thank Get you, us guys. over to Twitter. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And if you're subscribed to the you. YouTube, go subscri- subscribe to your favorite audio podcast yep. network channel as well. We would love that. That's yes. enough of the advertisements. Okay, let's get into it. Daniel, um, we loyal third segment listeners will know the phrase bottles and buckets. Bottles okay. and buckets. You're either, you're either high on life, and therefore yep. you're holding one of these. Correct. Or you've got your head in a bucket because you're you, not very excited. You're not very excited. Not, things are not going great. Sometimes buckets come on the tail end of the bottles. And, <laughs> just... and we have said as longtime Georgia fans that you need a bucket with you at all times because at need any to have point, both within reach. those wheels can be just spinning off the big okay. rig and things just go in a hurry. Segment okay. one, bottle segment. What are we excited about? There you what go. What are we ready to Way uncork to this bad boy for and bring it home? Uh, I, listen, there's many things to be excited about about this game. Many. I am excited that Georgia once again, seemingly, maybe it's just all the Ohio State chatter, right? Maybe it's just that Ohio State fans are a particular level of dumb that you I've Ohio not State been fan exposed to in a while. Have outshone Michigan have fan re- from kudos last year. to you. Michigan fan last year, I thought, was the epitome of Big Ten classless dummy. Turns but, you guys are pinky out tea drinkers compared to Ohio State. Yeah. Um, so, Ohio State, you have one-upped Big Brother yet again. Yeah. 
Um, you really showed him you are the dumbest Big Ten fans we've ever seen. Ever. I don't know if it's just all that Big Ten chatter, but I'm excited once again because Ohio State's just a is a real trendy pick in this game, Clint. Just a lot of people think, yep. watch out for Ohio State. Urban Meyer's out here talking about how Georgia can only stop the run on defense. And Ohio State, we like to throw the ball around a little bit. So that's a pretty good matchup. I'm going to stick it. I'm going to stick right there with Urban Meyer. Not only does he cover up for domestic abusers. That is not, by the way. That's literally. I'm not speculating about that. That's, we're not. This isn't. Could he be on a yacht or not? We don't know that. Yeah, we literally know this. He actually covers up for domestic abusers. Correct. Um, and not great at analysis because I'm excited to watch this Georgia front seven absolutely get after C.J. Stroud. Something that you might not have heard in that interview I did with Jay Stevens from Lockdown Buckeyes, who, by the way, I thought was great, fantastic. If you're not listening to those Lockdown Buckeyes shows, uh, dog fans, go listen to his shows. Jay Stevens liked him a lot. One of the things you may not have heard him say, because he said it very casually, is that um, as an Ohio State fan, uh, he says that C.J. Stroud notoriously not a great decision maker, particularly under pressure, not a great decision maker. No quarterback does well under pressure, but C.J. Stroud has drawn the ire of Buckeyes fans this season, apparently, for his poor ability to make decisions under pressure. So while Urban Meyer thinks that this Georgia front seven is only good for stopping the run and the secondary is suspect, (laughs) the secondary is going to be helped out by Jalen Carter, and Zion Logue, and all these linebackers coming from every which way. Um, I got some don't sleep ons that I'm going to hit you with in the third segment, but I'm going to say I am excited to watch this Georgia pass rush get after and disrupt C.J. Stroud. I think it is going to be an, an, an intensely underrated aspect of what's going to give Georgia the advantage in this game. Uh, I'm excited to see which coach is full of horse manure and which coach is not. Now, we're famous for talking about Kirbanese on this program. Hmm. Kirbanese is the ability to understand Kirby. He is often, he wants you to hear what he wants you to hear. Sure. That, that's the easiest way to explain it. And if he doesn't say something, it's because he doesn't want you to know about it. Um, a la yoga stretching during the 15 minutes of media availability hmm. during practice. I'm excited, much to what you're saying, Daniel. Um, Ryan Day and Ohio State players saying, yeah, Jalen Carter's over there. But we're not going to change much Hmm. to take care of him. Whoops. Whoops. Okay. Whoops. That's I, as a Jalen Carter fan, Mm, president, love hearing you say that. (laughs) Love to hear it. You're an idiot if you don't. If you say we're going to go one-on-one with a guard or center, Okay. That's, look. Okay. I don't care. Have fun. Okay. I'm excited to find out which coach is full of it and which coach is not. Ryan Day, O'Day, as some people. Some uh, people like have to, called him Ryan O'Day. Which is yep. just phenomenal. Ryan O'Day. Patches O'Hulahan. <laughs> Patches O'Hulahan. <laughs> How do you get a, a card that says my coach got <laughs> crushed by two tons of Irish irony? Um, look, it. This game is going to come down to a couple key fundamentals that we've already discussed, that the Ohio State crossover discussed, that we're going to continue to discuss. And it is this. If Georgia makes Ohio State one-dimensional like we have done to literally 
every other team that we have played. I'm I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. making that up. Then we win this game. It's Absolutely. it's as simple as that. I, I'm not over exaggerating it. And if Ryan Day believes that his uh, players and his coaches and his offensive calling, his defensive calling, they can't go ahead and take out Jalen Carter. He's not that important. We got to keep balance. We're going to do yada, 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 what we've done against everybody. If you're going to leave your corners in zone coverage against Stetson Bennett and A.D. Mitchell, because you have to, because in man coverage, your corners get torched. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have your safety come up in the box because it's Big Ten and you're used to just having Wisconsin and Michigan play you and you don't mm-hmm. understand Brock Bauer sneaking behind you, if you're not going to change anything, thank you ahead of time. That's right. Because this game gets away with uh, from you in a quarter and a half. If you do change, okay, I'm excited for that as well because my man Kirby Smart, I know he's not full of horse manure, and he says, I will out-physical you for the entire time. It's the one constant. We've discussed it many times on this podcast. It's the one unchangeable truth about this game, and that is... Georgia is the more physical team. And you don't acquire physicality no. in three weeks of prep time. And so will Ohio State be able to figure out a way to maneuver around their lack of physicality? Maybe they will. That's what Ryan Day is charged sure. with doing. There's and, a, there's a and pathway to do that, for you them have to, to win change. this game. You, That's you right. absolutely have to change. There's a pathway for them to win Correct. this game. But it will not be by simply lining up and trying to push Georgia around. And so excited to see what the game plan is. Uh, one of these coaches, I got this from Jay off the air. Ooh. Um, Ooh, but I'm nugget. going to share it on the air because I don't. I, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> um, this one, is of these coaches, one of these coaches makes adjustments during the game. And the other one is Ryan Day. And um, he does not make again, adjustments. Again, Rose Bowl, Oklahoma. It's, yeah. One of these coaches adapts mm-hmm. and figures things out. And so there's a lot of ways this game could go. It could get away from Ohio State early. Ohio State could jump out to a 10 nothing, 14 nothing, 17 nothing lead. Very feasible. 21 3, this game could be. Very feasible. One of these coaches I trust to come out and make adjustments. Now, now, do I think Ohio State's best, best path to victory is to jump out early and make Georgia chase? Absolutely, I do. Don't hear me saying what I'm not saying. Georgia does not want to be in that position Nope. down early. That's Ohio State's best path to win this game. If this game is close throughout, number one, I'm going to have my head in a bucket the entire game. Correct. Number two, Georgia's going to have a really good chance to win this game. Ohio State's best, best path to win is make Georgia chase, make them press a little bit, make them take some risks, and then be able to burn them. Um, that being said, even if Ohio State gets out early, Georgia won't be out of this game. If no. Georgia gets out early, though, you might turn off the lights in the bins Look, because this thing might be over. A, a quarter and a half. If the score after a quarter half is 21 nothing, The game is over. The game now, is over. They might throw for 500 yards passing, and then our next opponent might tweet at us all the time about how Ohio State passed for 500 yards. But guess what? We will we will beat them handily, just like we beat LSU handily. They can throw for as many yards as they want. I don't care. That's right. Uh, we're going to come back after this. 
But first, we'll let you know about the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration wants you to know that right now we are in the midst of celebratory season. Tomorrow is going to be a celebratory day for all of us in the world and college football. But please be responsible as you drink. Do not drive. If you happen to get high, if you happen to smoke, please do not drive. It makes no sense to do so. There are thousands of ways that you can make it safely back to where you're going to go. Plus, the next day after is Sunday. There's no work for you. It's fine. The Kmart Alabama fans has closed years ago. You're showing up there punching that clock for no reason. You don't need to. Okay. There's no reason to. Also, uh, you're playing in a meaningless football game on New Year's. Also, Eve. the game is already over when you're, you're sitting to at this. the kids' table while the adults get ready to eat. <laughs> Please do not drive. The only way to drive is sober. Don't risk your life, the life of hundreds of other people, as well as your finances, prison time, your job. It's not worth it. Please drive sober. All right, Clint. Um, we've been accused of many things on this podcast. <laughs> Hold on, Daniel. I want to give out a couple of ground rules. Ohio State fan wants us to only take turns and only do it in a logical sequence okay. that gets down to brass tacks without any fun or any sarcasm. Well, they love the banter. People love the banter. <laughs> I cannot... It, Cannot stress to you enough how much people love the banter. Um, some Ohio State fans accusing us of being homers, <laughs> which <laughs> I don't know if you read the name of the podcast when you For tuned fans in. fans by fans. But um, that's exactly what we are, and shame on you for expecting anything different. So um, let's get into some things that make us nervous. Because as Georgia fans, we are not all ridiculous overconfidence. Maybe we can... Maybe we, we can, have fandom, Daniel, but it is actually based in analysis. Maybe we can uh, come across that way sometimes. I will grant you that. Sure. But um, there's a lot of nerves going into this game. By the way, third segment, listeners, we're, we're dropping score predictions in the third segment today, just yes. so we're clear. We did yes. not, we've not done that this week. We're aware no. that we have not done that this week. I did it with Jay. My prediction's already changed since then, so we're we're coming back fresh today. I love it. I love it. Um, so stick around for the third segment. What makes you most nervous about this game, Clint, besides everything and how we're inevitably going to lose? Um, I said to start this entire playoff, even before the playoff four were announced, Daniel, we had a question on this podcast. And the question was, who of the potential playoff teams poses the biggest threat sure. to Georgia? We asked that. Several weeks leading up to them. Correct. My answer Mm -hmm. was actually Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Now, which that's a dumb answer, by the way. I'm still, no, I'm still, because of this, because if you want to play ball with Georgia, the percentage chance of you winning, the percentage chance, it's a safer route to be a Michigan team to not. To, to be close to the zone of winning, right? To be okay. within one possession, two possessions, something like that. Okay. Okay. So it, it's kind of the, it, it's the insurance policy of, op- of opponents. Yeah. Okay. Michigan's got a very good keep it close type of team. Now, they did I mean. not last year. Obviously, no. they got taken no. to the shed by Georgia last year. This year, I think they have actually a better they team than last year. They have a good keep it close type of team. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Okay. Here's what I'm nervous about Ohio State. Um, they have the best chance of running us out of the building because they have a great quarterback. Ohio State fans, George, yeah. CJ Stroud's a great quarterback. Absolutely. He Ma- is. 
He's, Make a, no he's a heck of a lot better quarterback. Bama fans, are you, are you tuned in still? Here we go. Are you tuned in? Are you listening to me still? Anyone who drafts Bryce Young ahead of C.J. Stroud is an idiot. A moron. An idiot. Okay. Don't even give them the time of day. C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback that Georgia has faced in the last two seasons. Correct. Okay. And they also have wide receivers that can burn and can catch balls and are athletic. Now, Daniel, I ask you, as a Georgia fan who has seen bowls and playoffs, what's the recipe that Georgia has lost to? It's great quarterback play and wide receivers that get behind a defense. That's correct. Okay. Well, that's what Ohio State has. That's that's why Ohio State's the scariest team in this playoff for Georgia, not Michigan, because you you can Kentucky Georgia to a close game, but you can't Kentucky, and by Kentucky I mean Michigan, Georgia to a loss. But you can sure as heck Ohio State Georgia to a loss. There Correct. are many paths to a loss in this game, and absolutely, I think I said in the last segment one of the most obvious ones is C.J. Stroud comes out hot, gets a couple plays behind the defense, and all of a sudden the offense starts pressing. Now, do I trust Stetson more this year than I did last year in a situation like that where the offense offense is pressed into duty? Yes, I do. But I still don't want that to be the situation. I still don't want that to be the case. I want Todd Munkin to be deep in the back. I don't want him to be hamstrung by needing to call a certain type of game in order to maximize possessions, in order to try to stretch out the game, in order to try to, you know, take unnecessary risks. I want him I want him to have full confidence in the full width and breadth of the playbook. Mm. And that happens when Georgia's on schedule and the game is relatively well in hand slash close. And so I think that's a pathway for Georgia to lose this game. But I also think there's a pathway for Georgia to lose this game that could involve, I don't want to say, I mean, I, I, I have questioned whether or not I was going to say this on the pod today. It could involve young Amarius Mims. This is a situation at right tackle where, yeah, go get it. If you don't have it nearby, no, it's no, it's, it's right here, Daniel. The okay. bucket's right here. No, it's right. it's fine. Um, it's a situation where we don't know what McClendon's status is going to be. We don't know where you yeah, know that kind of came out of nowhere. I, I was sure he was fully healthy, but yeah, but but it seems as though the closer we get to game time, maybe he will go. Is he a hundred percent go? Is he going to go at 80, 90 yeah. percent? Is he not going to go at 80, 90 percent? Mims has played well. Very. Absolutely. But Ohio State's got dudes, and they've got dudes across the front. JD's a dude. Yeah, the Ohio State's got dudes all the way across the front. They've got them inside. They've yep. got them outside. Yep. And so Broderick can't handle everything. Okay, Cedric can't handle everything. Uh, whoever it is that's standing out there at right tackle is going to be pressed into some very serious uh, play some very serious uh, a very serious role and if the run game's not able to get going for Georgia and the and the pass rush is able to get going for Ohio State that is a scenario where I think you could see Georgia's offense really sputter yeah. out of the gate yep. and sputtering out of the gate again I think could lead to all sorts of 
pressing and taking some unnecessary it, risk. That's not what you want to see. The the fear is this. Um, again, worst case scenario, Georgia fan, we're going to know after three drives what kind of game we have on our hands. First three drives are crucial. Okay, if Ohio State is a hundred percent on scoring points and three drives and we are not that's a big problem it's a big problem yeah it it's cataclysmic if we score out of one out of three i'm talking uh, about three field goals nine to nothing still a big problem big problem that means they're being efficient yep on their game and that means our offense is not and the way in which then all of a sudden we do have to turn to kirby making adjustments because that's not the type of game that he wants if it's nine to nine Again, to your point, fine. Okay, that's that's right. And to be Curry's honest, wheelhouse. as weird as it sounds, I know people are going to whatever. If it's nine to nothing versus fourteen to nothing, I almost prefer fourteen to nothing because that means on because one of the we've drives, gotten a stop, right? You like you yes. understand? Like that's a that's a big deal in the game because remember Tennessee two years ago, right. four, you know, came out two scores. Kirby said, "Hey, calm down." We're yep. fine. And we were fine. We found a way to stop. Settled no it down. Settle it down. If if they go nine because, you know, on third and four, it just right off the fingertips or, you know, some weird penalty or something like that stalls a drive at the 10. I'm not feeling great at all. I'm, I'm counting my lucky stars. And we don't do that as Georgia fans any longer. We don't count the lucky stars above. Um, we're going to come back after this. We're going to talk again, maybe what not to sleep on. But first, these. Daniel, don't sleep on. You said you're not I, sleeping on a man- hate this mattress. Game. Can I just say, I hate this game. Okay. Third segment listeners. You, you guys ready for this? I right. hate this game. Okay. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm full bucket. It's full. It's I'm full, full bucket. bucket. It's full. It's Friday night. The game is less than 24 hours from time yeah. of recording, and I'm, I'm deep in the bucket. I hate this. I hate this because, because of the prognostication. Because of the the hypotheticals, because of how this game plays, I just want to play this game. When we start popping pads, like okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to calm down. That's where that's where you start to settle in, I think. Absolutely. But there are, honest to goodness, I can see every outcome of this game happening. Us winning by thirty, sure. Losing by thirty, winning yep. by three, losing by three. Yep. Last second. Hail Mary on either side. I can see it all happening, Clint. And there's only about 20% of the scenarios where I survive. So that's just that's just a maybe a warning. Maybe that's maybe you, that's dog g- fan, music here, to your here, ears. Let's let's start. We're just gonna start rattling off don't sleep on. Don't sleep on what it felt like before we beat Bama to all of a sudden creep up in your throat and in the in your spine. Remember that feeling? Before we took down Daddy Saban, I, mm-hmm. he was before that happened. The Ohio feeling State of fans in, know what it's like to have a dad. Yeah, who lives in the state next door. Who lives in the state. Yeah, we we that was the boogeyman. We, we had him at oh. all times until we defeated him, and it was impending doom. We thought we were there. We were so close. We were tied. Second string quarterback comes in. All of this starts harping again. Don't yeah. sleep on that feeling coming back in a rush. Don't sleep on. I'm gonna turn this. I'm gonna turn this in a different direction. Mm. Don't sleep on Marvin Jones Jr. playing a big role in this game. This is a guy I think to watch. Interesting. For. We gave you Kendall Milton earlier in we the did. week. 
We still like that pick. I think he's going to be the leading rusher in the game. I hope not he is. just on our side, but in the game. I'm not. That's not shade. That's not me being contrarian. I hope he is the leading rusher in this Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Um, but don't sleep on Marvin Jones Jr. Back healthy, really starting to come on towards the end of the okay. year. Okay. Some needed playing time. Some needed snaps are there. He's had a whole year in this offensive system to figure things out. I really think you could see number seven on defense make a significant impact in this game. Okay. I, don't sleep on the most important. Daniels gave you a defensive player, most important. I'm going to give you another defensive player as most important. Uh, don't sleep on Bullard being the X factor mm. that decides this game. Like that? If he is able to contain on the slot, if he he's able to run through rub routes on the short stuff, mm-hmm. if he's able to blitz and get CJ pressure as Malachi mm-hmm. and Chris have to keep the back end together. Yep. Make one-on-one on tackles in the open field. If he's able to do that, Ohio State's going to have a very – the difficulty, the percentage of them winning decreases quite a bit. The difficulty rating goes up if Bullard's on his game and he's playing lights out. Um. Don't sleep on this game being a lot closer than the next game. And whoever wins this game winning the national championship easily. 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 So, as a Georgia fan, yes. Do you want to win every game? Absolutely. As a college football playoff game, absolutely. But as a Georgia fan, I'll tell you the game this reminds me the most of. You oh, mentioned the before we got over the hump against Alabama. To me, this has got 2012 vibes because it's the game before the game, but this is the national championship. Yeah, You understand what I'm trying to say? Yep. We played Alabama in the SEC championship game. Obviously, Chris Conley down at the three-yard line. Everybody knows the situation. Most heartbreaking moment of my Georgia fandom. Because the next game is against the most overrated underperforming Notre Dame team in the history Ever. of the world. Fake girlfriends, fake football team. And you you knew as a Georgia fan, you beat Alabama in, in the SC Championship game. You win the national championship. Correct. Georgia fan, let me just spell it out for you very cleanly. You beat Ohio State on Saturday, on New Year's Eve, in the Peach Bowl. You win the national championship. Ain't neither of those other teams going to give you a shot. No. That's not... Oh. That is not me trying to be overconfident, whatever, because Ohio State fan, if you're still here, if you made it to the 26-minute mark of the podcast, kudos to you. If you beat Georgia on Saturday, you're you winning the crowned. national championship. You you're are. winning the national championship. Yes. That's not – I won't be cheering for you, I promise you, but you will win the national championship. That's It's a it's a big game tomorrow. It's not just a semifinal game. It's not just a title defense game if you're Georgia – it's a it's an opportunity to to take ninety percent of the step toward repeating as national champions that we're trying to take. Uh, don't sleep on this game actually being two games that are separated by halftime in a much different mm. fashion than every other game previous to this. This is the playoff. This is bowl season. I know that in every single instance, when you get to the postseason, it is drastically different. Kirby takes this personally. This is a brand new season to him. Okay. He takes it personal that that the bag is fully open. Todd Munkin, whatever you want to do, do it. 
Kirby has given you his blessing. On defense, we saw last year coming out of the SEC game into the playoff, our defense was a different beast come playoff time. And I think we are going to see phases of this game. We saw in the national championship last year where going into halftime, that that score, 33-18 ain't happening in most people's books according to halftime. Absolutely. Nobody, yeah, we couldn't get a first down no, in the we, first half. No, nothing. I think this game is much similar in that it will be two drastically different halves. And and I think it's going to come down again to modifications. It's going to come down to changes. It's going to come down to what is working. And Todd Munkin having no problem switching gears if we don't find success. And the defense switching gears and rotation happening. I think I think Junior coming in. I, I think uh, Michael Williams coming. I I think Robert Beal may be sitting down if he's not getting Chaz. Chaz, you got about those three drives. You're gonna. It's prove it to me drives. If you ain't doing those three drives. I won't be having a shot of the TV to get you off. Kirby is going to just boot you out of the stadium. So it's going to be the tale of two halves completely. Don't sleep on that. Um, I mean, we're out here. You know, okay. we're, we're out here. Giving, we're doing prediction now? We're out here giving our thoughts. We might as well give our predictions. In front of God and everybody. I said I can see every outcome in this game. But you, but you can only see one right now. But there's only one I see right now. You're the only 10 I see. You understand what I'm trying to say? I, oh, that's all I know. Um, I, I think when this game is over, okay. we will be talking about how C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback that Georgia has played in the last two seasons. Hands down. And we will be talking about how Stetson Bennett is the best quarterback in college football history. Mm. Yes, sir. I'm yes, talking sir. about I don't think this Ohio State offense can tackle us. I don't think this offense this Ohio State I'm sorry, Ohio State defense can tackle us. I don't think this Ohio State defense can can uh, can stop the run, can shed blocks. And I don't think this Ohio State defense stands a prayer of covering the weapons that George is going to be sending out there. I got it forty two to 17. Ooh, I here got we it. go. I got just a, I just, just got a hurt locker being put on Ohio State in this game. You understand what I'm trying I, to say? Oh I, oh, I see it. Look, if this game were human beings, sure. Urban Meyer would try to cover up for what happened in this game. That's how bad it's going to be. If this game was an internal review by Ohio State, it would just be swept right under the rug. It'd be it would be it would be a blip. People would say you played in the Peach Bowl, and they say what what, what Peach, Peach Bowl? Bowl? We neither just confirm glasses or deny go on that the Peach Bowl existed. Forty two seventeen, Clint. Urban Meyer, you're a scumbag. Yep, you're on a yacht. Legitimately, thank you. Um, look, Daniel, this all I needed to know from from prognosticators that have no clue what this game looks like. None. I am telling you right now, again, third segment in Ohio State, we could lose this game. I, please, <laughs> golly, if you haven't listened to us for the past 20 minutes, there is a lot of bucket-worthy things we could lose this game. Bucks by 50 minutes out. <laughs> Gosh, I I'm sorry, that. that's not what we said. No, that's not what we said. No. Um, the percentage chance of that happening is small. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
And all I needed to know of Ohio State fan and prognosticator in when, is when you tried to tout how great your linebackers are mm-hmm. against tight ends, and you mm-hmm. spoke about it in the same breadth as the tight ends you've already faced in the Big Ten. I knew you're stupid. Yeah. I knew you know nothing about football and SEC football and Georgia football. I know you haven't watched film and tape and understood because your DBs are going to get torched by my tight ends. I don't care about your linebackers because you know who's trying to cover them the most as they go 15, 20 yards down the field? Yeah. DBs. Yeah. Your linebackers are going to be. Yes, it's your nickel. It's your slot. It's your slot defender. By the way, how tall is your nickel? Is he. Is he six seven? Because my tight end running twenty yards seam is yeah okay. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll be we're fine, uh, Daniel. This game is going to be forty five twenty. Yeah, it's just a. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's talking about whether or not Georgia can stop Ohio State. Sure. And no one's talking about whether or not Ohio State can stop Georgia because they already know that answer, Daniel. And and of the two, one is much less likely than the other. Correct. Like, that's all I'm trying to say. Much less likely than the other. I just, hey, I see Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin. With just a dumb grin on his face in the press box. Todd Munkin don't give, him and Kirby Smart, the reason why Todd Munkin's still here is because him and Kirby Smart are the same spirit animal. Like, they Kirby's spirit animal is person. Todd Munkin, and Todd Munkin's spirit animal is Kirby Smart. They don't give a damn. I don't even think they care for each other. that's again what makes them spirit animals yes they just coexist near each other yes they Uh, give like as they're passing they just they tip the starbucks cup like they just kind of raise it to each other and they just keep on going their merry little ways just a silent knowing nod all right listen maybe you're listening to this on friday night maybe you're listening to this on saturday morning Mm. um Enjoy the appetizer where Alabama plays in trivial, meaningless football games. I love it. And then enjoy Michigan TCU. And then enjoy Georgia Ohio State. And win or lose, mm-hmm. we'll be back. We will, we will be back on here we'll on back. Saturday night. Um, Buckeye fans will not, so we want to say goodbye. And we've really enjoyed having you this week because you I... will not watch. I haven't enjoyed you. You will not watch on Saturday night. And let me just spoil it. You won't want to. Some of you are sick enough that you will watch, and kudos to you. I should respect you. It's not great for our for our ratings and our and our dra- downloads, but I'm just yes. telling you, you probably don't want to watch on Saturday yes. night. I'm just yeah. I'm being real with you. It's not gonna be but we'll be back Saturday night. Georgia fans, tune in and um, we'll see you guys then. See ya.